You're listening to Men of Abundance, episode 197, with Daniel Hanzelka. Amongst many other things, Daniel and I are going to be talking about resetting your money and how the truth doesn't set you free unless you know the truth. But what if the truth is being kept from you? Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What is going on, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, and I am tongue-tied already, and I'm just getting started. And today we're talking with Daniel Hanzelka, and this is one of those conversations that really kind of goes all over the place. We do have structure. You're not going to get lost, but he talks about his experience in growing up in Czech Republic, what it was like how the truth was being kept from him, which is very interesting to me. I share a little bit of a conversation about my experience in sitting down in Uzbekistan with some Russian colonel and uh, Russian officers and enlisted uh, soldiers. And then we kind of get into some um, just amazing conversation about everything from goal setting and your fitness to really getting digging deep into resetting your money, which is really exciting. I think this whole conversation is Pretty amazing if I do say so myself. So others are going to want to listen to this, as you know. So make sure that you share Men of Abundance with everyone you come in contact with. And it's really simple. All you have to do is share menofabundance.com, write it on a piece of paper, hand it to somebody, grab somebody's phone, find their podcast player, whatever it is. If If they have an iPhone, it's just the purple podcast player that's on the phone. Or if they downloaded any other podcast player for their phone, there are so many out there. And subscribe them to Men of Abundance right there on the spot. It's that simple. Here's something really fun to do. Instead of grabbing somebody's phone and taking some odd pictures that they're going to find later, uh, subscribe them to Men of Abundance and let them start getting the downloads. They're going to get the notifications on their screen and wonder, what the heck is this? They're going to listen to a few. Then they're going to figure out who was the amazing person that put this on my phone. I don't remember subscribing, but I sure am glad that they're here. (laughs) Well, that's my thought process anyway. Hope it works out like that. But um, in any case, do what you can to make sure that others are getting access to Men of Abundance. Just let them know about it because everything that we've done thus far at Men of Abundance, almost 200 episodes, is 100% word of mouth. I have not paid for any marketing whatsoever. And while I don't have a million downloads like many podcasts, I really dig all of the people that are contacting me and sharing their experience with listening to these conversations. I truly appreciate every single one of the reviews on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere else you can leave a review. And I greatly appreciate the comments on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, and uh, Instagram and all the other platforms that I'm on. Every once in a while, I'll run into somebody who I know, and it just blows my mind that they've been listening to Men of Abundance. They'll bring it up, and they say, dude, I've been listening to your show. It's pretty cool, and it's just very humbling to be able to share these conversations with you. So be abundant in your life today, and pay it forward by sharing Men of Abundance with those around you. Now, our featured guest today is Daniel Hanselka. 
He is a business success coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. He has 18 years experience in the financial services industry as a financial advisor. Daniel now helps financial advisors scale their businesses so they can work with their right clients, make more money, and have more freedom to do what they really want to do. He is the co-creator of The Reset Formula and The Reset Method. His mission in business and in life is to empower entrepreneurs to discover the truth of the four core areas of life, faith, family, fitness, and finance, so they can have and experience the epic life they want. And as we'll mention later in the show, you can learn more about Daniel at ResetYourMoney.com. Men of Abundance, it is my pleasure to introduce you to Daniel Henselka. Daniel, welcome to Men of Abundance, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, Wally. Awesome. Appreciate being here. Excellent. Where are you at in the world? Uh, I'm actually uh, from Canada in uh, kind of northern Ontario, just north of Toronto, if people know where that is. Yeah, absolutely. i got a couple other former guests out there, and uh, my coach is in Canada, and I've known quite a few people there. I have not been there myself yet, but I do look forward to it. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, I love it. it's not not the first country where I'm originally from. I'm originally from uh, Czech Republic, but uh, I tell people now that uh, my body is made in Czechoslovakia, but but uh, my brain is now Canadian. So <laughs> I love it here. That's awesome, man! I love this world we're living in. When did you leave Czech Republic? Uh, I was in uh, in '86, so we came to Canada in January of '87. So, and how old were you then? I was 13. Oh, okay. So. Okay, so you grew up a little bit over there, so you know the difference. Because I've talked to other guys, like I've talked to guys, say, for instance, from Haiti, but they left when they were three. So, you know, they have no recollection of their home country, so to speak, if you will. Yeah, no, I uh, like I said, I've lived there for, you know, the first 13 years of my life. So mm-hmm. uh, I do recollect a lot of it. And it was during the time when it was still communist. Essentially, that's the reason why we left. So, Yeah, yeah, very interesting, very interesting. It's funny that we're having this conversation now. Um, what is it the 27th of February because just this morning I posted on my in my Facebook um, community a live video uh, and I was talking about my experience when I was in Uzbekistan Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan and how I was talking about how I was talking to this Russian major a Russian colonel and a Russian major some other Russian soldiers we were sitting down and eating together and they were talking about we were talking about their the differences from when they grew up to the way it was then and at the time it was 97 98 time frame yeah. and so a lot of changes and they wished that they could get out of the situation that they were in and um really wishing that we could settle our differences by sitting around a table eating you know eating food and drinking vodka quite frankly it's a little cliche but we were in fact drinking vodka with the russians yeah no you know what i totally agree i mean when we left we actually went on a vacation to former Yugoslavia, and we were, uh, you know, right there where a lot of the fighting, you know, was going on after. And it was kind of while we were there, we didn't understand a lot of the tensions were already there mm-hmm. with the Balkan Wars of the 90s. And we kind of didn't understand what was going on, but it was quite shocking that, uh, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, men take to settle their differences with, uh, you know, shooting each other as opposed to saying, hey, you know what, we're neighbors. and some of the stories and things that have happened in the former Yugoslavia or a lot of the, you know, former republics and, uh, you know, how even now in today, how things are settled, it's not always the uh, the most, uh, you know, the best way to do that. And it's unfortunate when you got neighbors, uh, you know, essentially killing each other, right? 
It really is. It's just, it's truly sad. It really is. And, and while we're on this subject, one of my soapbox topics, I won't get on too much, but one of the things that I want people to understand that really don't get it is that the United States specifically and the UK and other countries, quite frankly, have, and I was in Russia as Partnership for Peace. I was in uh, uh, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. There were, there were, I think, 21 different nations there wow. doing this Partnership for Peace in 96. And we do it every year. And people don't know about this. And the United States and other countries have people in all over the world. We have doctors and providers all over the world. We have people all over the world that aren't fighting. They're there doing humanitarian missions. They're there doing uh, relationship building. And we're trying to have these conversations. But whatever powers to be, I'm not going to get all political and, and media and all that kind of stuff on it. But other people just have agendas that completely try to completely cover that up and sabotage the whole process. But we are working hard as a world because I've worked with other nations. I was in Sinai, Egypt for six months with 12 other nations down there doing uh, the multi-skills, the, the, what was it, uh, MFO basically making sure that the treaty was being upheld that Carter started back in 1981. And, you know, we're doing stuff like this all over the world, and I just want to point that out. Yeah. Well, I, I think the, the whole thing, and, and, you know, I often tell people, people ask me, you know, what was the difference when you grew up, you know, under communism, and what's kind of the difference in here? And I always tell people, there really isn't that much of a difference. Unfortunately, there was a lot of propaganda, you know, and a lot of things that were happening under communism. But I think a lot of it, you know, a lot of it is here, too. And I think we're we're kind of in a great place now where, you know, the people that really do want to find out what is the truth, what is really going on, they can. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, a lot of times the governments and, and media tries to skew things. Uh, you know, we're now in an age where, you know, if you really want to find out what the truth is, you can because those resources are there, but they're not available to the general public. You've got to dig a little bit deeper right. and, and really, find you know, find that out. But uh, I think that's, you know... I think we live in the greatest time, uh, you know, in, in history at this point because of a lot of things that have changed. And I think we all have a great opportunity to, you know, make a difference out there. We definitely do. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And the, the sad part is, is people will believe what they want to believe and they won't seek additional information. Uh, absolutely agree with what you said there. So before we get too much into our conversation, Daniel, I'd like to start out with an attitude of gratitude. What do you have to be grateful for today, man? Well, you know, today, it, it's those little things. And, you know, you just kind of reminded me that, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm really grateful for being here in, you know, in Canada and being kind of living in the Western world, because that's, you know, kind of where my life came, you know, I was kind of under the communist regime. But I think we just, uh, I kind of have the saying, you know, every day I get to wake up here in Canada, you know what, the fact that, you know, we live in, in a country that there is peace. Uh, you know, that right there, it's like winning the lottery every single day. So just the ability to be and, and wake up here, because I know, you know, as we just shared, other, uh, you know, people in other countries don't have that luxury. And I think uh, it's really important for us just to realize that, you know, what we do have, you know, where we're at and uh, being able to, you know, go out there and, and serve others. Yeah, absolutely. That is truly a mouthful, a lot to be thankful for. And was 100% my message that I just shared this morning. So it is absolutely no coincidence that we are having this conversation right now. Because, man, I'm telling you, uh, you know, when I get into these conversations, I know the backgrounds of some of the guys I get a chance to talk to. But I did not know the conversation was going to go this route. And it's divine intervention, man. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, no, you know, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, Daniel, how would you describe yourself? 
you know, one of the things, and as we started talking about it, and you kind of o- open it up a little bit more than what I even kind of had, you know, prepared as I was preparing for this, uh, you know, interview kind of thing where the conversation is going to go. One of the important things for me in, in life, and I have the saying as far as what my purpose is, is, is to learn the truth, live the truth, and share the truth. Mm. And part of the reason that's important for me, again, with my background, and I kind of say, hey, listen, you know, I was, I was like to, you know, when I was living in, you know, in Czechoslovakia at that time by the government, by, you know, society, by everybody, by teachers. But, you know, more I dug into it, I said, you know what, often it goes beyond that. I feel like I was lied to before I was even born. I think there's a little bit more of a personal story when it comes to it. But, you know, having that truth and knowing what the truth is, and as we started talking about it, is really important because, uh, you know, at, at the end, there's kind of the saying that, you know what, the truth was, will always, you know, set you free. And the ironic part of that was, is I lived in a country where that's what was taught, even during communism, all about the truth, yet a lot of the truth was kind of hidden from us. So that's that's kind of the, uh, you know, one thing that has become important for me. And at the same time, because I kind of felt I was being lied to for most of my life, you know, that's kind of what has driven me to become more of a, you know, high performer, action taken, kind of being really driven into what it is that I want. But the most important thing I think is, is that as I talk to a lot of men, they have this, you know, same qualities or, you know, they really feel like they're driven and they want to accomplish more. But a lot of them kind of feel lost because they don't really know or understand, like, what is the truth? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? Because there is so much misconception out there and uh, confusion, you know, and uh, I think that's really important is to be on that search and really find out. You know what is somebody's purpose why they are here and uh, you know what it is that they're to do and it sounds like you're you know you're on fire I, I love meeting guys like you that know exactly what it is that they're doing and why they are here yeah well <laughs> I appreciate that and as you know um, I'm still on my journey man I don't know that I have it all figured out but I do have a very good idea of where I want to go uh, and 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 who I want to bring with me God willing yeah. well you know the, the way that I describe it and put it that way I'm right there with you. I don't have it all figured out, but it's kind of like this. All we need to know is the direction and we have to move towards it. Mm-hmm. And that's often all we need. There is a great quote that I that I say a lot from uh, Yogi Berra, the famous uh, baseball player that says, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and this is what it comes down to. We will never know exactly what it looks like because it never looks like what we imagine it. Mm-hmm. But as long as we kind of have that direction and kind of have that vision where we're going, uh, we can get there, and I guess the best example I can use uh, is, you know, when uh, I, I think it was Kennedy when says, hey, we're going to make it to the moon. Uh, you know, that was just a big goal, okay, where, where are they going to go? He didn't worry about all of the details. Right. Right, and I think this is what I'm talking about with, you know, with the uh, with the whole idea of the vision and, and where we're going. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. what, as long as you know what direction you're heading, uh, you know, the clarity as you're moving towards it, will become clear you just have to start moving in that direction unfortunately i see a lot of people that talk about what they want to do but they never move that's that's so true i always use the analogy of the frogs the five frogs um deciding ford decided to jump off the rock and um then you ask how many frogs are left on the rock and all five are still there because only four decided they didn't take action and we can bring that to today's day and age elon musk has said we're going to mars he's going to put civilians on mars and it's far-fetched, but I'm telling you right now, if there's anyone that could do this, probably <laughs> him and his team. But um, 
Yeah, I dig it. And then in contrast to the to the whole taking the right path, I just recently heard this one yesterday. Uh, I'm reminded of in uh, Alice in Wonderland, the Cheshire Cat says, um, "If you don't know which way you're going, which path you take really doesn't matter." Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and it's so true. And unfortunately, I you know I speak to a lot of men that are kind of there. They're lost. They're complaining. They don't like to be where they're at. But they don't even know where they want to really go. So I'm going, you're exactly where exactly. you want to be. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Daniel, this is one of the, th- I, we are so in line. And reading your bio, I was like, this guy is a mirror image of me. When I get started talking with somebody, and, you know, first thing I ask, well, would you like some help with that? And if they say yes, then I, I ask them to write down, just take one minute and write down as many things in your life that you want no more of, that you don't want in your life. Just write one minute. And they'll write this list, and it may be anywhere from 15, 20, sometimes even 30 different things that they don't want in their life. Then I'll say, okay, now take another minute and write down the things that you do want. And immediately, they're stumped. They don't even really, they they may write two, three, five things, six things, and then they're done. And they, they really don't really know what they want in their life, but they know plenty of what they don't want. And, you know, as you're mentioning that, I remember... Uh Probably about five or six years ago, I just had, you know, as as I'm, you know, as we're all on this journey, I asked my wife once. I said, you know what? If we had a million dollars, like, what what would we do with it? And you know, in my head, I could come up with a whole bunch of things, but I couldn't almost as if speak any of them. And I sat there and says, Do you realize how crazy and ridiculous this is? Mm-hmm. And part of that is again, with my background coming from communism, kind of you know the poverty mindset, as I call it, or scarcity mentality, I started to realize that. You know, I can't even imagine what it would be like because I right away start to think about how, well, I don't have it. How can Mm. I even talk about it? And it has taken a long, you know, some time working on myself to realize that, yeah, I very clearly can describe in the past what I didn't want and talked about it quite a bit, complained about it, if I can put in those words. But I spend very little time of saying, hey, what is it that I do want? What is it that I do want to create? And I think that's the, you know, Mm. large shift that I have done in the last few years of saying, you know, the more clarity you have what you want to create, the better you're going to be at and have a better chance of actually getting it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, speaking of that, we are going to get into your reset formula and the reset method. I would definitely want to learn more about that. But before we do, uh, I want to get into this kick in the gut moment that I bring up quite often. And I know you've got a few. Anybody who's moving forward and doing anything in life have more than a few. And all of us have several kick in the gut moments, regardless of where we're at in life. And you're going to continue to have kick in the gut moments. But it's what you do with those events and those moments in life that um, really define who you are and where you're going to go in life. So if you would, share a kick in the gut moment with us and really make us feel that. Yeah, you know what? As, as you mentioned, there's quite a you know quite a few of them, and uh, and and you know as as we're kind of going through it. But you know the, the one that I can describe, and uh, you know two years ago, uh, I guess about two and a half years ago now, me and my wife decided to kind of go and do a little bit of real estate investing, and we bought an income property, went and did some, uh, you know, did the renovations and uh, uh, did that, went and sold the property, and then put all of our resources, all of our money into it. I was supposed to be sold on December 20, 23rd, and then the sale has fallen through. And mm. the few months after that were quite, you know, as, as you talk about the, you know, the kick in the gut, you know, what we have gone through because it was quite difficult to kind of go through all of that and figure out, okay, now what are we going to do? And, and it's still kind of not resolved. We're still dealing with some of those challenges with the, uh, with the property. But 
really what what the effect all of that was was you know the person that I have actually become through all that and even though that was kind of that kick in the gut and going like okay what are we going to do now uh, I had to go and reinvent myself kind of moving forward and uh, as as you mentioned for many of us it's not the first time we had to go and reinvent ourselves but I think it's all about you know building that character and and who we're really becoming and the one thing that has kind of kept me going through all of that, which is actually on the opposite, I spoke to one of my coaches one once, and he mentioned this as we were kind of talking about the vision and where you want to go, and you know, making a million dollars is kind of the one thing that a lot of people want to do. And he mentioned to me saying, you know what, yeah, you know, making the million dollars is great, but just think about the person you're going to become through that process, through the lessons you're going to learn to be able to go out there and generate, the, you know, that money. And that has kind of what has kept me as, as I got that kick in the gut through that going, okay, you know what, I'm not happy about the situation that's happening because literally there were days where we were like going, okay, do we have enough finances right now to pay the bills today? You know, let's not even worry about tomorrow. Do we have enough for today? And, and kind of saying, okay, what is the reality? What's really going on? Uh, that has, you know, kept us going saying, you know what, this is all to be used for something. Even though I'm not happy about what's happening to us right now, this is in preparation for something that's going to follow down the road. And, uh, you know, that certainly has been the case. Yeah, I can get that. I can feel that. And a lot of what you just said right there really drives home. Um, is is true about any goal. You know, you're talking about the million dollar and not, don't strive to, like Jim Rohn used to say, don't strive to earn a million dollars for the money itself but for who you have to become along the way and the same is true with any goal even you know that's why you know, when we're working with guys personally I like to have them set small attainable goals no. and multiple times so that they get that feeling and they get that sense and they get in their head that they can attain the goal that they set forth and they can plan it and they can do it and once you do that the small ones turn into big ones and then the big no. ones turn into just these big ass hairy audacious goals that you never even imagined you could accomplish like sending people to mars putting people putting a man on the moon type of thing you know it's like what that doesn't even compute but here you are five ten years later doing things that you never even imagined you'd be able to do oh 100 percent. i think what you're mentioning about the you know setting up the small goals and there was a lot of different books you know that talk on the topic but the, the one story that i heard from uh from one of my coaches was you know the whole idea of he would say you know what when when you're looking at championships and let's just say baseball you know they're never won on the home runs and home runs is the exciting part that's what people want to you know want to have they want to have that big major result he says you know what they're all won by you know getting the men home and his whole view was that if you go and you what he called it you go and swing for singles what that basically meant is that every day you set out small little goals that you can accomplish but you know you just don't do them once or twice you do them every single day you know day after day and week after week that's how you accomplish the big you know the you know the big events in your life like even going to you know as, as we're talking about Elon Musk going to Mars and all this that whole thing is going to be accomplished by small little victories that at the time may seem insignificant but you know all of these trials and I haven't really watched it I know recently they just fired this you know uh, one of the spaceships up and sent it towards Mars and the two uh, I guess the containers for the fuel landed perfectly and I'm like looking mm -hmm. at that that didn't just happen <laughs> you know that took you know small little 
very insignificant steps to get to that point where everything worked out perfect. And the one thing that most people don't see and, and the one thing that I value about a lot of coaches, and that's the type of coaches that I'm looking for and what I try to do when I coach is try to tell people, you know what, everybody can show you what has worked. And you know, when we're on social media, everybody kind of shows you what has worked. Often, we don't have an idea of what didn't, mm. right? And, and this is the whole thing when we're looking at even, uh, you know, Elon Musk with all, all the things. I mean, everything that he has done was very public, right? When the rackets exploded there, what it was about a year ago, and the whole thing just was kind of set back, and everybody was saying, oh, okay, well, is this like end? <laughs> okay, and it was just like, oh, it's just all it really means is that it didn't work this way. Let's just get back to the drawing board and figure out how it's going to work. And I think, you know, to be successful in life, we have to realize that failures and even some of these kicks in the gut are there to actually help us in the process. And they are part of the process. And I think that's kind of the hardest thing to remember because when you're kind of, I mean, I'm going back two years and I'm feeling how I was feeling. And, and going through that, it's like I don't ever want to go through that again. But kind of knowing that chances are I probably will. And it's okay because I can go and get through it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And had you not gone through that, you wouldn't be where you are today. You know, one of the things that I say, and some people might not agree with that, I always say, listen, when I look at my life in the past, everything that has happened, it's just perfect. Because it has turned me into the person that I'm right now. I can't go back and change anything. And there were years, you know, in the past that... You know, I was kind of, I call it arguing with reality. You know, mm. just to give a little background, my parents divorced when I was nine years old, and it took me 30 years to kind of get over that. And partly it was is because I was arguing with reality that somehow, you know what, it has injured me and it's shaped me into the man that I am, and, and it's not good, and I was kind of angry. And then I realized, like, you know what, I can either accept it as, hey, you know what, it was there because it had turned me into the man that I'm right now, or I can keep on arguing with reality. Well... <laughs> I don't know how about you, but you know when you argue with reality, reality is not going to change. Reality is what it is, or, or what it was. You can make different decisions right now, and the future hasn't been written yet, so that we can change things moving forward. But what what has already happened yesterday, you can't really do much about it. No, no, just learn from it. That's what I. That's yeah. how I see about failures. Failures are nothing more than an opportunity to learn. That is, if you learn from it. <laughs> if you choose to do that thing over and over again, then. You know, is that's the definition of insanity, right? Oh, definitely. And and there is winning. You know, there is there is winning, and learning experiences. There is mm -hmm. no failures. I right. tell people it's only a mistake if you did it once, and you didn't learn from it, and then you do it second time again without changing anything. Yeah. You know, yeah. and this is where the insanity comes, where a lot of people are just hoping something's going to change but they don't want to change. They don't want to do things different. They just keep on doing the same things over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about this reset formula and reset method. What is that? How did that come about? And, you know, what is it What is it doing for the guys that you're working with? Yeah, I, the, uh, the reset formula really came from, uh, I guess, about seven years ago. I, I went to once to uh, Staples and they said they, they, were, they were selling this. Well, I called it the reset button, but they mm -hmm. called it the easy button. You know, when you kind of, it's this red button where you hit it, and it yeah. says, that was easy. And uh, when I was in the financial services, uh, I would often kind of have a conversation with, you know, with my clients. And what I would ask them, say, you know what, what if tomorrow morning you woke up and all of your assets, you know, where it would be your house, investments, uh, you know, just cars, everything that you ever owned, 
was turned into cash. So now you're sitting and you have a bank account full of cash. Would you go back and repurchase everything that you've ever owned? Like basically, if you had a chance to reset your life, would you go back to what you had? And, you know, I wouldn't say 100%, but, you know, close to 99% of people would say, well, no, I would change. And probably I would do things quite different. And I said, so why aren't you doing that right now? And this kind of came about from the whole idea that we all have an opportunity every single day, every single morning to completely reset our life, to completely change how we're living and what we're doing. So the whole idea of the of, of the reset, that's kind of where it came from, was just asking that question of saying, hey, if I had the opportunity to you know hit that reset button, would I choose to live my life different? And again, in theory, that sounds really great. We know that it's harder or more difficult to do in reality. But if we're not even thinking about it or talking about it, then it's not going to happen. And this is where a lot of people and a lot of men live in insanity, where they're just hoping something's going to change. Mm. But it doesn't. So when we're talking about the reset formula, it's you know the, the letters are R E S E T, and the R stands for what I call reveal. And we spoke about this a little bit at the beginning. As first, you got to realize like where you are at. What's the truth? What's the reality? And so often when I talk to men, uh, you know they they're not really truthful with themselves. They're lying to themselves because they're just thinking, hoping that something's going to change tomorrow. And they don't realize that they're the ones that have the ability to make the change and they kind of still keep on living their life the same way as it always was hoping that something from outside is going to change and they're not willing to do the change uh, I, I use the example if you know somebody is sitting on a train that's and to make it relevant is sitting in a city let's say just call it you know I'll, I'll just call it from around here sitting in Toronto and there is another city that's in complete opposite direction Okay, and, and I usually use Sudbury as, as the example. And you're sitting on a train that's heading towards Sudbury, but you're believing that you're on a train heading the opposite direction going to Toronto. You'll never get to Toronto because you're heading in the opposite direction. And often the most important part is to really realize, you know, where are you, you, know, where are you really at? That's kind of the first step that I tell people. Hey, what's the truth? What's the reality? And the quicker you get to it, the easier it's going to be get to where you're going. So the E stands for expand. This is kind of the second step. Where is it that you're going? So first, where are you at? Where is it that you're going? Once you kind of have that vision or goal, what you want to do, you have to start putting together systems, and that's what S stands for, right? What is the process? What is it that you actually have to go out there and do? So put the plan together. The E stands for engage. Now you have to go and start doing some of those things. Mm. And the T in the uh, reset formula stands for track. Once you get everything going, you know what, you need to start measuring, you need to start track things because that's the only way you're gonna improve things. And when it really came down to using the reset formula, when I looked at a lot of successful uh, people that I've ever seen, they, they've used it, maybe not in the, they didn't call it the reset formula, but they followed that, you know, those same steps, you know, reveal, expand, you know, have a system, have a plan, you know, engage and then track. And it becomes really that important to do these, you know, to essentially live the life in, in that way and, and using those, uh, you know, five steps to, uh, you know, to gain the success that somebody wants. And uh, Wally, I, I tend to look at life from the perspective of we live it in the four core areas. I know I've, I've heard, you know, different on it. I look at it, faith, family, fitness, and finance. And pretty well everything that I do on a daily basis revolves around one of these areas. And even though they're all separate, they're all connected. Yeah. 
Yeah, I absolutely. Be- I totally agree with you on that because, I mean, it's right in my tagline as well, men of abundance, the pay it forward community. And we're living a life of abundance in family, faith, finances, and fitness. And when I saw that, I was like, that's another reason why. I was like, man, this guy is like a mirror image of me, man. I dig it. The, the only difference, and I want to tell you, maybe you looked at it this way. You know, we're talking about faith, and I tell people that faith is not necessarily about you know religious mm-hmm. and, and, and beliefs. It's more about, hey, do you know who you are and why you are here? Because once you figure yeah. that out, life becomes easier. Yeah, you know, yeah. Fam- Family is really about a relationship, and, and fitness is about you know who it is that you are as a man and growing. Well, yeah. the difference between those three and the last one is that the first three I call are made from glass. And maybe you've heard this analogy before. So it's like we have these balls, these four balls we're juggling. And faith, family, and fitness are made from glass. And if you drop one of them, you know, if, if you're lucky enough, it might not shatter. But often I've met with a lot of men that, you know what, their families are, you know, destroyed. They're, they're not really healthy. They don't really know why they're here and some of the challenges that they have. The one that's finance, I call it, you know what, that was made from rubber. Right? You can drop, I've seen guys that have had, were very successful at their jobs and then through circumstances something happened, you can always go and pick that one up because it's not that detrimental when something happens. But having the focus on the three other balls, faith, family, and, and, and fitness, it becomes very important for you to really be mindful and taking care of them more than the, you know, the finance. And when I meet with a lot of men, a lot of guys, they focus on the finance like hawks and then sometimes let the other three kind of drop and uh, it's it's unfortunate because my view is is that hey we can really live you know abundant life and have success in all four of those areas to the same extent we don't have to pick and choose we get to have you know we get to have all of them yeah it's a counterbalance and i completely agree with that the first time i heard that analogy with the uh, juggling the balls and several of them being glasses with in the book the one the one thing with uh, Jay Papazan and, and Gary Keller. In fact, I had a conversation with Jay Papazan on episode 45 uh, of Men of Abundance. And, um, yeah, it's exactly it's exactly that. And, you know, you, there's many examples of that from top. It doesn't matter what the financial level you are. Uh, Dave Thomas uh, helped out with getting Kentucky Fried Chicken started and then founded Wendy's and, and other uh, type of uh, restaurants and stuff like that. He had an amazing lifestyle. He had an amazing business uh but his family fell apart his daughters despised him growing up because he was never home so he he dropped those balls you know but the financial ball was bouncing all over the darn place and and that's you know and that's the sad part and i think that the challenge is and and i'm sure you've ran into a lot of you know a lot of guys that maybe don't have the finance quite figured out and they have the other ones and there's always that pressure and you know in between them they just think hey if i can just go out there make more money everything's going to be all right and it's like Mm -mm. no man like you've got to keep all these things in check because Mm -hmm. just having more money means bigger and larger problems that's not going to solve some of the other challenges you have in the you know other areas and uh, you know from from the perspective of having those four core areas you know what I call it, you know, living a four-dimensional life as opposed, you know, as opposed to, you know, living one or two-dimensional life. And, you know, some of those things just, not sure if you'll have time to get into details, but I've, I've experienced, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working more on the finance side of things, and that's really what I'm focusing on now, helping, you know, uh, my clients. I've per- worked with a lot of financial advisors around that because that's, that's kind of the target market that I'm working with. But, you know what, seven years ago, I was 200 and, well, I guess not, 12 years ago, I was 260 pounds. 
And then about uh, seven years ago, it's going to be actually eight this year, I lost over 90 pounds. And wow. again, it was just getting that right perspective about what really the truth is around certain things. And when, you know, we start to live more on, on, on purpose, more in the, you know, perspective of abundance, things do become a lot easier because people mm -hmm. ask, how did you do that? I said, you know what, losing 90 pounds was probably the easiest thing that I've ever done. You know, and they're like going, hang on, this sounds like heresy. I said, no, because I finally understood about food and I learned information. And it wasn't a change of me working really hard at the gym and doing that. It was realizing what is causing the, uh, you know, causing the, the, the weight gain or, or, you know, the reason I was that way. And again, this is where, you know, looking at the reset formula, the R stands for reveal. I learned the truth about food. And the example I use, uh, without getting into too many details, I say, hey, well, if you're driving a car that runs on gasoline, you'd never think about going and putting diesel into it because right. you know it wouldn't run. Well, our bodies kind of work the same way, right? There is certain food that our body reacts in a certain way that's a lot healthier and better for us as opposed to some other foods. And for me, it was just learning what I, you know, what is benefit for my body as opposed to what's hurting my body. And I just excluded all the things that are not beneficial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it take, it takes a little bit of time. Everybody's different in that regard with the with the nutrition and stuff cuz there's some people that have allergies and they don't realize what's oh. going on and you just start changing, you know, get a little bit scientific about it and we can get really we can get really deep on that conversation right there for sure. Uh, cuz yeah. I've been in the health and fitness industry for mm -hmm. quite some time and just been an enthusiast myself. But we are at the point, Daniel, where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders. You ready to do that, man? Yeah, 100%. Outstanding. So share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. You've already shared a few, but let's break it all down right here. Yeah. You know, what? one of the things, and I, and I want to uh, just say, you mentioned the book, The One Thing. I tell you, that was probably the one book from all the other books that I've ever read around, uh, you know, personal development or, or uh, just transformation was that has probably made the biggest difference in my life because... Uh, <laughs> I think for a lot of us guys that are kind of overachievers and we want to do so many different things, realizing that, hey, you know what, again, kind of as I mentioned, you know, the, the whole idea of swinging for singles in baseball, you know, just what's the smallest thing you can do today that can get you and move you forward? So really focusing on that one thing that you can do and start to live your life from that perspective, right? If there is one thing that I get done today and it's going to move me forward, what is it that I need to get accomplished? Because often we have so many lists of 5, 15 things we need to do, and you know, at the end of the week or even at the end of the month, we never get them done, and we just add more to it. So I, I know you ask one to three, but I'm thinking you know, from the perspective of and even going with the idea of the one thing, just figure out what's that one thing you want to get done today or even this week that just needs to be done and make sure that uh, you, know, you really work on it and keep on focusing on it. And... Uh, I'm not sure if you're going to say what, what what kind of book somebody should go and read. I would encourage everybody to go and listen to your, uh, I think you mentioned it was episode 46. Listen to that episode and go and read that book because it can truly change somebody's life to start focusing on that one thing. What's the next thing that somebody needs to do to move them forward? Yeah, I love that. Absolutely perfect. And that was episode 45. Uh, 45. Zero, yeah, menofabundance.com forward slash 045. And go listen to that conversation too, guys, because Jay actually pulled a little practical joke on me. 
uh, that I share at the end of that episode with uh, Jeff Woods, which is the, 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 the little jokesters over there. But anyhow, great book, and I totally agree with you, and I'm glad that you just left it at the one thing, because that is a perfect action step for the guys to take today. So what, what daily habits make the biggest impact in your life? You know, for me, what I've, what I've started focusing on, and again, living you know, from the perspective of living life in the four core areas of life, faith, family, fitness, and finance, uh, you know, for me, it's always kind of focusing on those things and do one thing in, you know, in those areas. So when it comes down to, you know, for example, for faith, what I started doing now is just spending some time and meditating because there are so many things that are happening all the time. So for me, it's just trying to keep it as simple as possible. You know what, have I actually... You know, done something for myself where I grow and actually start, you know, relaxing and meditating a little bit more just to get kind of, uh, you know, shut off some of the chatter. When it comes down to, you know, family is, you know, again, from the perspective of the one thing, just having that one person that I'm kind of focusing on where it's my wife, that relationship that I want to, you know, increase and have better my wife, my kids or somebody else that I can send a note or connect with them on, on a daily basis. When, you know, when it comes down to, uh, you know, fitness again, is, is really taking care of, uh, you know, my body and, and making sure that I get the proper nutrition and that, that I also do something for my body where it might be going for a run, going for a walk. And again, when it comes to finance, just find out that what's that one thing that, you know, f- for me that I need to do to move my business forward. And usually I kind of set these goals on a quarterly basis. So every 90 days, I kind of change them a little bit uh, and, and what I do and uh, how I set things up. Because when it comes down to morning routine, and I know there's tons of books written on there, what I always tell men is, hey, find out what works for you and, and make it your own. Don't do it because somebody else tells you that it should be done this way because now it just becomes something that you have to do. Really get connected with it and, and figure out what works for you and, uh, and, and change it up a little bit because you know routines, sometimes we get into routines and they're not necessarily the best thing that we're into, but we just think we're getting the benefit from it that we're not. So change change things up as you go yeah excellent excellent and we already talked about a book that uh you would recommend for sure are there any other books that you'd specifically recommend to our abundant leaders and if so why uh you know what definitely the you know the one thing the the other one that was introduced and i've read it years back and i was just speaking to somebody and they said the i think the name of it is the uh, the magic of thinking big mm. and and i think this goes some of the things we we're talking about before just what is the vision and uh, you know, some of the vision for my business that I have and, and that I'm looking at are kind of like what, what we're talking about, Elon Musk, you know, f- you know, sending somebody to the Mars. You know, I mean, at this point, it just seems like such an insurmountable thing to do. But you know what, if we don't dream big, if we don't look at things from, from the kind of the, uh, you know, bigger, you know, perspective, uh, you know what, we're, we'll never get to the results that we really want because you know what it's the, the bigger you think the more you're going to achieve i think that's really the uh the, you know the, the key to everything yeah absolutely man that's it's been years since i've read that book and that book is the magic of thinking big by uh david schwartz dr uh phd yeah. dr david schwartz great great book man i i've you know i've got that one in a in a footlocker somewhere i think it's in storage in texas or something because i held on to that one that was that's a very good book thanks for recommending that one no problem. Outstanding. So, what do you feel holds most people back from living a life of true abundance? Uh, you know, th- there is there is a poem from uh, I think Marion Williamson that says, "Our biggest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our biggest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure." 
And and I think you know it, it really speaks to me because when I look at my life and uh, you know s- still for most of my life I was kind of holding myself back, thinking by me not really standing up as the powerful man that uh, you know I was created to be, having all of those and I call them kind of everybody I believe have these magic powers, the kind of things that make me different. I would kind of hold them back and not wanting to share them with the world. And even being here on, you know, having this interview, it's just, you know, sharing our, our kind of brightness that, that lives in all of us, you know, out there. And I think key to that is, is that, uh, you know, for, for the man out there, start searching out, start finding out who it is that you are. And, you know, don't kind of, don't be ashamed of that. You know, I spoke with somebody, I had a, just a coaching call with somebody this morning, a, a kind of onboarding a new client. And he, he kind of said, he apologized for his, you know what, I, I I just kind of, when he started shrinking down, I says, hey, man, you know, if you're really proud of that, and he says, yeah, I'm really good at customer service and what I do, I said, hey, just like go on the, you know, go on the highest peak and shout that out there because that's who you are. That's your magic. That's who you, you know, that's who you're going to attract by you kind of shrinking down. You're not really helping anybody. So I think the biggest thing that I think what holds, you know, most people back is just that they don't realize how truly powerful we are and what we're able to accomplish. And the only way we're going to get there is when we just using that quote of, you know, when you, you know, when there's a fork in the road, just go and take it. Mm-hmm. Just keep on moving forward and and start sharing your, uh, you know, your kind of your, your magic or your brightness that's inside of you. Yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding answer. What does living a life of abundance mean to you, Daniel? You know, for me, it's really realizing that, especially with the background that I shared, that, you know, I have the opportunity to really do whatever I want, whenever I want it. And, and to truly uh, live, you know, a life of, of freedom. And I think from the perspective of, and, and it was my wife, Marlene, that have kind of introduced me to this, coming from background of not, having, not living in a country that was free, you know, she explained freedom to me this way. She said, you know, freedom really is, is that you have the option to do whatever you want, but you also have the choice and the power to choose not to do certain things. Mm. And... You know, where I came from, we didn't quite have that. I mean, we can go with whatever we want, but we knew right away what the consequences were. We couldn't go out there and speak against the government and, and say certain things because there would be major consequences for that. But I think it's not just having the ability to do whatever we want, but also being mindful of others around us and how it is kind of affecting everybody else because it's not a life for, you know, as long as it works for me, it's okay. It's kind of being mindful of the fact that freedom, you know, even though you can do it, there is also consequences for some of those things that it might affect other people. Wow. Very good answer. Absolutely love that, man. So we're going to close this up. But before we do, what did we not talk about that you want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation? And we are definitely going to have um, ResetYourMoney.com linked up in the show notes. So feel free to share anything else that you'd like to direct our uh, audience to. Uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is 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 just feel the freedom that you know we live in a, in the world right now that there is really nothing holding us back. You know, from technology, how it has shaped our world and where we're at. And again, we mentioned Elon Musk so much when we're looking at some of the things that you know he's doing. You know, if if there is something that is really burning inside of you, just you know start sharing that with people and uh, it, it now has become so easy and I appreciate you having this uh, you know this podcast I'm kind of working on a podcast that I'm doing for you know strictly working with financial advisors just helping them to kind of let that uh, you know that power that's inside of all of us out there and start sharing with others because 
you know, we, we shared some of the stories and you mentioned, you know, what you just experienced being in, uh, you know, in, in you know, the, the former republics of, of Soviet Union and, and all of those countries. I can't even say all those names right now, but uh, <laughs> you just doing that and sharing it, you will connect with someone and we don't know, you know, who's going to be listening to this and, and who's kind of listening and watching. And I think that's kind of the biggest thing is that, you know, I believe that ne- we will never truly know how much we actually impact other people around us. And uh, kind of reminds me of, of the uh, of the movie, you know, it's black and white movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Christmas, that whole idea. And, you know, every once in a while, and it, you know, it kind of comes across my mind, and I'm thinking, I know what, we're exactly, you know, like he was. We don't realize how much we're impacting somebody's life until we're not there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think from the perspective of, you know what, as we said, what's holding most, you know, most people back is just like, you just need to go out there and kind of let your brightness inside of you kind of shine and, and don't get, uh, one of my coaches told me, he says, Daniel, you know what, if on a daily basis you don't get somebody upset at you because they don't agree with what you're saying, you're not working hard enough in what you're supposed to be doing. Not everybody's going to agree with you. Just make sure that you're focused on what it is that you're supposed to be doing out there and just go out there and put yourself, uh, you know, put yourself out there for others to see. Yeah, great advice. Absolutely love that advice as well. So, like I said, we're going to have ResetYourMoney.com linked up. Is there any other way that you'd like for our abundant leaders to reach out to you? You know, one of the things that I really focus on, as I mentioned, I do work with a lot of financial advisors and, uh, you know, I kind of help them to scale their practice. Uh, I could work with anybody and what I teach, uh, you know, some of the marketing and things that I teach at financial advisors to deal with really works for, you know, everybody. If somebody wants to reach out, I mean, you know, resetyourmoney.com is the best website for me. Connect with me on, you know, on LinkedIn. I'm, you know, I'm also on on Facebook. I'm actually putting together a group for financial advisors, the ultimate advisor on, on Facebook. Again, just kind of reaching out to, uh, you know, financial advisors as the business owner to be able to go and scale, you know, their business and uh, using LinkedIn primarily so that they can go and connect with their clients that they want to deal with. Because again, technology is here to uh, to really help us to grow our businesses and you know at the end uh, I, I know that we met uh, on on Facebook but there is a lot of different social media and you just got to have to figure out what works best for you and what's the best way for you to connect with your ideal clients yeah absolutely yeah and and we'll definitely have all that linked up we'll have I'll connect with you as well on LinkedIn if I'm not done so already and I'll have all of that linked up in the show notes so don't worry about writing that down guys I'll have it all linked up in the show notes at Men of Abundance, just search Daniel and you'll find the episode in there. Daniel, man, it has been an amazing conversation. I look forward to connecting with you even further offline as well and, uh, you know, learning from each other, man. So go out and live your life of abundance and continue paying it forward, man. All right. It's great, Wally. Again, I appreciate this uh, this opportunity to share with your listeners and uh, that has been a pleasure. And yeah, I just... I know that man is listening to this and, and a lot of the shows that you've already done will, you know, will be able to go out there and do what it is that they, you know, they were created to do. Absolutely. So I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks. Absolutely. Just take action, guys. Aloha. All right, guys, I'd love to hear your lessons learned from this conversation and any other for that matter. And men specifically, you can go to menofabundance.com. And click on the members only tab. Get access to our closed Men of Abundance community on Facebook. That closed community is specifically set up so that we can continue this conversation 
in an environment where it's just us guys having the conversation, we're the only ones in there talking about it, and we're sharing other conversations and asking specific questions that we may need help with in our lives. And when I say we, I mean me as well. I'm on my journey just like you are. I may be a little bit further and I might be a little bit behind some of you as far as this concerned. So everybody has something to contribute and we all have much to learn. So go get access to the Men of Abundance community at menofabundance.com. Click on the members only tab and request access. Now go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.